Squad. Welcome to the Big Guns Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Commissioner Jay, welcoming you back to another season of great fantasy football. And today, I just want to take a moment to talk about the upcoming 2021 NFL season. And post-COVID is exciting, to say the least. Fans back in the stands and certainly teams able to do things that they weren't able to do in 2020. As we move forward, the competitive nature of NFL teams started to get ready for training camp and to see who is going to be the starting quarterback, who's going to be the starting running back, who is going to be in the front lines to battle this year. And the Buffalo Bills, I know my team certainly could be your team as well, uh, getting ready to get at it. Uh, the AFC East is their division as they are the team to beat, at least right now, one game away from the Super Bowl the Buffalo Bills were, which was awesome. But they did not um, come away with that victory against the Kansas City Chiefs. So it's difficult, to say the least, uh, to stomach that. But again, we're going to get back at it. Everybody seems to be on the Josh Allen train this year, uh, calling for him to be the MVP. And I tell everybody, you know what, he has made a believer out of me. But slow your roll on the MVP piece yet. I still needed to see another great season and great body of work. This schedule seems to be a little bit more competitive, and the Buffalo Bills seem to be in a good position to do that. Now, we look at their running back situation for the Buffalo Bills. Something that I thought was an, an area of need for them, they got Matt Breda. Uh, I don't know if Matt Breda is the answer. You still have Zach Moss. You still have Devin Singletary. Uh, but again, I still think there needs to be a push in the Buffalo Bills. Beals. Uh, backfield, and I certainly think that um, Josh Allen uh, has some great players with Cole Beasley, Stefan Diggs, and now Emmanuel Sanders. And the other question, I guess, is at the tight end position. And you know, we look at Dawson Knox, a guy that needs to get better hands, point blank. Um, we've we've been seeing him make some stone hands plays. Uh, he is a physical guy. We see some other guys that are going to come up there. Uh, Tommy Sweeney, a guy who I think could very well um, be a big player in this offense on the tight end position as well. And uh, other tight ends trying to make this squad. Uh, but this Buffalo Bills defense went after the draft. It put their eggs in the defensive basket this year. and They put some big players um, in front of everyone. So again, um, the Bills have got their work cut out for them. But again, it all goes through Josh Allen. If he can be the guy that he was last year and then some, we'll be in good shape. You look at the Miami Dolphins, and I think they had a pretty good draft, and I think that they were turning the corner as a competitive franchise, and we will see what they can do this year. Uh, again, um, they are playing well. Tula Tagliavea no longer has Fitzmagic looking over his shoulder. And that, to me, is a big deal because this is a make-it-or-break-it season for Tua. And I think that he has to show everybody that um, he can handle this pressure and uh, he's got some good, good players nonetheless. As for the Patriots and the Jets... Um, the Patriots have got a lot of question marks this year. And, you know, usually you talk about the Patriots, you talk about AFC Championship, you talk about Super Bowls and playoffs. Now you're talking about who's the starting quarterback. Is it going to be Cam Newton? Is it going to be Mac Jones? And, you know, Bill Belichick is the type of guy that would want a Mac Jones project to be working on, just like he did with Tom Brady. And uh, 
I don't know if it's really the same, but you know what? Bill Belichick's a smart guy, and he's made things work with little. Um, Hunter Henry and Jadu Smith, two big monster tight ends, are in this offense right now, and I think that's something that you have to keep your eye on. They don't have a big play wide receiver. Uh, they they lost Julian Edelman to retirement this year. So trying to find that number one wide receiver really tells me that Mac Jones and Cam Newton are going to be dropping that ball off to Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith and really cauterizing that run game to try to get some things going. But, you know, again, the Patriots somehow, some way, find ways to make do with what they have. So, again, last year was an abysmal year for them, and it's something that the New England Patriots are definitely not used to, uh, but they are going to try to uh, get back at it this year and become better. As for the Jets, you know, you look at where they are, and no longer Sam Bradford under center. He's now a Carolina Panther, and this team now has to move on to the Justin Fields era. And uh, a lot of pressure. You know, when you're inside the New York Jets franchise, you got a lot of eyes on you, and the media can very well be very difficult to navigate through if you're not winning games. And I think this team, even though Soleil is the coach, has a lot of work to do, and I think that there's some good players try to restructure their contracts and really make this team competitive, but I really think this team is three years, four years out from even really making any kind of imprint whatsoever. And... Again, you need to surround your quarterback with great players, and they've done a pretty good job in the draft, I gotta say. Uh, but again, time will tell what happens there. Uh, for the NFL season, you look at the players that uh, teams that are being talked about in the upper echelon, and the, obviously the Kansas City Chiefs is a team that's out there. Patty Mahomes, and you know, to me, the question with Patty Mahomes is: Is he deteriorating at all, or is he just going to continue to get better? Um, you know, finding ways to win, though he lost to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year, uh, which was kind of surprising. But again, the wheels on the bus fall off really anytime your starting quarterback has injury situations. And this team, certainly with Andy Reid, is ready to move forward and take control of really their division once again. Uh, you look at some of the other teams that you know are mentioned in the top conversation. Obviously, like we talked about, the Buffalo Bills. Talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. You know the Baltimore Ravens uh, and Lamar Jackson, and a little bit of a question mark around this Baltimore Ravens team because really. Lamar Jackson is the type of quarterback that I think I expected him to be. And they joked about Lamar Jackson being a running back in a quarterback uniform. And I still hold true to that. I think that Lamar Jackson doesn't have as much of the touch. And he wants to tuck that ball and run as much as he possibly can. So when you look at uh, what the Ravens are, they have to have that dual-faceted game. Yeah, sure, he's going to run the ball just like Josh Allen would, just like Pat Mahomes would do. But he's got to be able to throw that ball and get that ball in the hands of his players. So uh, the Ravens, I think, are still in the upper conversation. But I think that they have to make Lamar Jackson become a thrower before a runner. And really watch that defense have to be back on its heels. Because, again, if I was the defensive coordinator against the Baltimore Ravens, I'm going to stack the box as much as I can. Because I want to spy on Lamar Jackson and really keep him at bay and make him force that ball. Because... I feel a hell of a lot more comfortable with him throwing the ball than running the ball. Because when he runs, it, again, bad things happen to the defense. So 
you know, that's something to look at. You look at the Tennessee Titans this year with Julio Jones uh, becoming the wide receiver. And does this team really believe that Julio Jones has so much tread left on the tires that he is going to become a big-time uh, asset for this team? And I look at it from the fact of the matter that he might not get 100 receptions and 1,500 receiving yards and 10 touchdowns, but he may be a great decoy for this team because, again, the Titans are runners, okay? And, again, everything is going to run through Derrick Henry. Uh, he can run the ball a ridiculous amount of times, probably 275 times. I don't know if he's going to get that many looks this year. But Julio Jones is definitely going to stretch out that eight-man box and put these guys more in the secondary. And, you know, they lost John o. Smith. And to me... Jonu Smith was a big part for Ryan Tannehill. Um, I'm sure he's super excited to have a Julio Jones. And you look at you know how this team is going to play forward. But the, the Titans have a, a defense that needs work. And that defense is going to need that offense to put more points on the board to kind of take pressure off that defense. So, um, again, addition by subtraction, Jonu Smith to the Patriots. Uh, they, they need a tight end. Uh, so again, we'll see what Ryan Tannehill has to offer. I'm a fan of him. I know a lot of people have laughed when I've said that. But when he was in the Miami Dolphin, I seen the body of work that Ryan Tannehill had. He was just in a bad situation with Miami. And the flashes of brilliance, you know, Adam Gase could ruin anybody. And that's exactly what I thought. So looking forward, uh, when he came to the Titans, I seen him become a better player. And I think that uh, Julio Jones is going to help him with that as well uh, this season. You look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, and a lot of people are hyping up the the Boston Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers, excuse me. Um, Does Ben Roethlisberger have enough tread on his tires to become that guy? And, you know, a lot of people might be getting hyped into the Steelers' uh, love for them. And um, again, you know, James Conner and Chase Edmonds, the, the one-two combination, saying that they could be the best in the league. I'm not buying what they're selling, to be honest with you. I don't think James Conner's is what is as advertised. And I don't think Chase Edmonds is as well. So their running game, you know, again, you look at the rookie that they drafted. And um, it has to be something, you know, that they're going to be able to hand that ball off and really churn through. Uh, this year, um, I don't, I don't buy it. Um, I think you look at Chase Claypool. I think you look at Juju Schuster, and I think that this team um, is going to be competitive. But do I think they're going to blow the doors off? No. Uh, they are a type of team that is limited, as far as I'm concerned. So all you Steelers fans out there who are loving this team, I think you need to pump the brakes a little bit because this team certainly needs work. So going forward. You look at some of the other teams that are out there, and a team that I'm excited about is the San Diego Chargers or Los Angeles Chargers, whoever the hell they are, because Justin Herbert is my guy. And I watched you know as much as I possibly could of Justin Herbert in his rookie year, and I just think this kid is going to go on this upward trajectory uh, and just take take the world by storm. You look at Keenan Allen and him having that great combination. Though they lost Hunter Henry, again, to me, a tight end is a very integral part of any offense, so um, that may hurt him a little bit. Uh, you look at Austin Eckler, you know, this guy 
has been Mr. Consistent, Mr. Constant for this team. Justin Herbert has bulked up this season. Their defense seems like they picked up a little bit of steam as well. So keep an eye on the San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers, whoever the hell they are, I always forget. But they look like a team that's going to be very good. Indianapolis Colts, Frank Reich, my man Frank Reich. Now, Philip Rivers and Frank Reich had a good symbiosis. They were playing well. They were doing good things. They were making some stuff happen. Um, Enter Carson Wentz. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, so my frustration with Carson Wentz was huge. And I think that the Philadelphia Eagles made a good move by getting rid of him. And I think he's a really good fit for the Indianapolis Colts. I think Frank Reich um, knew what he was up against with him. And um, again, this is the last stand for Carson Wentz. It's a make it or break it type career move for him. And you look at where... The Indianapolis Colts were going. They were in a good situation. They played competitive football. And Carson Wentz now um, has to make it happen. So, again, I'm excited to see what Carson Wentz does. I'm excited to see what Frank Reich is going to make happen uh, this season. Um, Time will tell if that's going to happen. You look at some of the other teams, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Trevor Lawrence situation. You know, I'm not buying Trevor Lawrence, Jaguars. I'm not buying the... uh, Urban Meyer BS. Um, this is the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars, I, I always think of Fred Taylor. Broken Fred Taylor. This is what this team is. It's just broken dreams. Um, so, uh, tanking for Trevor. Uh, we'll see what happens. But I'm not really giving these guys anything more than a couple wins this year. So, we'll see what happens. Trevor Lawrence is going to have to prove me wrong. The Bengals are a team that looks like on an up upward move as well and again really when you look at uh, how this team has played uh, they have have made some great strides and you know what um, you know you look at the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield and this team is also poised for some heavy playoff moves as well Um, but you know both of these teams are going to be in a competitive situation. The AFC East has gotten better. I think the NFC East has gotten worse. I mean, that's just really how I look at it. Um, you know, it's it's the draft. It's the way that players go forward, making great moves, um, and good owners and good general managers making some plays. But um, the Bengals and the Cleveland Browns, I think, are going to have better seasons this year to build on what they have. Baker Mayfield... Uh, doing what he does well Uh, so and we'll see again some of these players that were picked up in the draft I think are going to do some great things and um, you know do we believe in Joe Mixon on the Bengals this year do we believe that he is the guy that's going to be able to handle the rock I don't know Uh, Joe Burrow the quarterback coming back from injury you're always concerned that he lost a step Uh, but again he's picking up his his college buddy, and I think that's going to have a really good combination right there for this team, and uh, time will tell. Uh, But some good football coming up ahead for both of these uh, squads as well, and uh, you're just hoping that, um, you know, again, that AFC uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Bengals, Browns type situation is going to become very, very competitive as far as I'm concerned. I think that when you look at the Buffalo Bills, I think the Bills should be able to take that division. Uh, the Miami Dolphins may, you know, steal some games here or there um, and make it interesting trying to vie for that wild card spot. Um, 
who's going to come out of that that AFC Steelers division? Well, I don't think it's going to be the Steelers this year. I think the Cleveland Browns are going to take control. And I think the Bengals are going to surprise some teams by being in the mix of it. But again, the Bengals are the Bengals. I kind of look at them as the Jags, and they're just eh, kind of one of those, uh, you know, one of those teams. Uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll talk more about some of the other teams in the AFC West. Uh, we talked uh, about the Kansas City Chiefs. We talked about the San Diego Chargers. Uh, the Denver Broncos, them passing on the quarterback in the draft was really important. Uh, they had to kind of put together um, their thought process. Teddy Bridgewater, uh, now a Denver Bronco. And I like Teddy Bridgewater. I think that he is a, a good quarterback. The question is, uh, was it enough? Should they have gone after one of the rookies in the draft? Is really, you know, what's going to bite them? And it's going to follow them all year. Drew Locke, not the quarterback that, that John Elway wants, for sure. And their thought process was when they got Teddy Bridgewater, they eased up on going after and really mortgaging their future. But they need a franchise quarterback, and Teddy Bridgewater really might be a stopgap for a couple of years, but I don't think that he is going to be uh, the answer for this squad because they have a lot of work to do uh, going forward. So that's all the time I have for now. If you like what you heard, hit that subscribe button. Talk to you soon. Commissioner Jay out.